the coast. Tony Street, Jace Reeves and Sam Wallace. Hi, welcome to Off the Coast. It's our podcast where I guess a little bit more candid, I suppose. Um, so thank you very much for taking the time to have a listen. What an incredible summer we're having. It's, it's the summer that we used to have as kids, remember yeah. this? this is the, our childhood summer is back. Yeah, you, you. I think it's what you dream of as an adult, is to be able to have a summer like you had as a kid, where it felt like the days were endless, yeah. and it was a lifetime before you had to actually go back to school. I love it when you get to a point in summer, and I said this this summer, I feel like a little bit of rain. You know, I was looking forward right. to a burst of rain. It's not I? often you feel like nah, that in New Zealand, but <laughs> no, this but was it. It's like every, every, I know, most Christmas days, there's a bit of drizzle, a bit of cloud, maybe it's windy. But this Christmas we just had, stunning day right across the country, which is great. And we've got a whole month still of summer. Yes. So there's, there's, in fact, some Gosh. people might not have even taken any holidays yet, and February is their time because often the most settled weather we get is February, March. See, that's what my sister does. She works right through. She'll take the stats, but then carry on working right through. And then when a lot of people start going back to work, she takes the holidays. And so you know, her and my brother-in-law and their, their two girls, they start going to all the tourist places because they're they're thinned out. Everyone yeah. has a theory, don't they, on mm. what is the ideal way to spend your summer? What is the ideal, ideal way to spend your leave? Do you go early? Do you go late? How do you holiday? Is it at a tent? Is it camping? Is it in a batch? Maybe you just like to stay home because there's no one around, particularly if you're in Auckland. But Jay surprised us this week, a Sammy, and he said, that he is looking at buying a camper. Yes. Oh, no, not buying. No, 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 renting one, hiring one. <laughs> renting oh, no, a camper. No, hiring a camper and doing like a road trip with the family. And we're thinking maybe What do Easter. they call it? The RV. The RV, yeah. And so we're thinking maybe a road trip at Easter. But you guys are desperately trying to talk me out of this. Well, so I'm, I'm going to tell you why I feel the way I do about campers. So it, it dates back to when I used to go on holiday. And as kids, I loved nothing more than going in Nana and Granddad's caravan. They had a caravan and we would uh, borrow it sometimes to go to things like the Colgate Games, the Athletic Champs. So we would go down and it was so cool because you got to sleep in the same area as mum and dad and you're in the bunks and you get up and you have your breakfast and and then we'd go to like a campground or a beach and you'd put the awning on the caravan. And I think for kids, it's idyllic. Then fast forward to when I'm an adult and we did this recently and we did it last year in fact or just before the whole lockdown thing started and I had a two-year-old in this camper and a four-year-old and a seven or eight-year-old and they thought it was the best thing. I could see the memories I had coming through their eyes but when you're the mum and dad, it's a very, very different scenario. I think we made a few mistakes. So what we decided to do was do the full-on road trip. So we would be in one place for one night, then we'd pack up and go to the next place. Big mistake. It's, oh. it's The joy is not the travel for summer. Yes. The joy is the location. I agree. Right, the scenery. So, so you don't want to keep – but then some people like the tripping around. But maybe the retirees who can – like, you know, they stay in one place for two weeks and then they just trip to the next and they've got unlimited leave. But for us, we needed to squeeze it into four days. Yes. So it was three nights and every night we would stay somewhere else and then we had to park and set it all up. And yeah. if we needed to whip to the shop, you had to actually take the camper. Take the, yeah, like you can't home. just go in your car. And manoeuvring the camper is a very, very tricky thing indeed. What you want to do is you want to you want to find a spot and you want to park up. Because think about your house, Jace. You know, you don't want to all want to live in one room. And that is the premise of camper vanning. I mean if that's what you <laughs> that's if, if that's what you picture as a holiday um, is being but, with your kids in that small <laughs> space. I don't funny know. you mention that because I mean the, the the summer that we're having at the moment, we thought, well, we've never done the camping thing with the kids yet. So that one night, so we were friends of ours who had a little uh, place up at Mangawai. 
And so we go up there, we'll pitch a tent. So we pitched a tent on their lawn and we stayed there for one night. And it was a windy night and you hear the tent rustling around. And the kids weren't sleeping and I wasn't sleeping. Nobody got any sleep that night. And I thought, how do people do it? People, you know, so many families, like Sam, I know your sister does this. They go camping, right? Every yeah. year in tents and all that sort of stuff. And I think to myself, I applaud that because we Admin. tried to one. I couldn't do it. Admin. Candid comments and revealing conversations. Off the Coast with Coast Breakfast's Tony Street, Jace Reeves and Sam Wallace. Let's talk about my sister and her experience this year. So they became those very intense campers. So they... They no hire, pun intended. Intense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they um they hire a trailer, and this was the first year that they bought a new fridge. So they bought a fridge, and they they took it up there, and they set up a fridge for at you camping. Camp. Yeah. So they what they do is they get three or four campsites, a whole lot of their friends, and they set up a communal area, and they all bring barbecues. Um, they bring fridges. They have everything that they have at home up at the campsite. And this was the first year she came back, and she said, "You know what? I thought I was an intense camper." But it's too hard. It's it's too intense. Well, yeah, you spend two Once days again. packing. <laughs> you spend two days packing and two days packing down. And I think the problem is right. Nine loads of washing. Yeah. She had. Back yep. back in the day, and maybe maybe it's the fact that we're too precious these days. I don't know. But back in the day, I felt like you had more time. There was there were less activities. You might have had one um, person not working. Whereas now, I think most families have two working parents. So you're actually looking for such. I mean the stay-at-home parents looking for a break too but you know what I mean like the, the, actual, the actual packing side of things and you don't want to come back from your holiday or your vacation feeling more tired and, and strung yeah. out than when you left yeah yeah you're right the unpacking and, and the washing afterwards is such a mish okay, so I, I feel like we're bad parents though if we don't give our children a camping experience don't you yeah no no I, th- I don't think we've got to the bottom of this yet because I still think uh, a camper van is better than a tent so, yeah, yeah, I, so, I, I, I agree so with I that. I reckon a caravan's better than a camper van because then at least, I mean, it's a bit of a pain to have to tow the trailer, but at least when you get to your destination, if you want to shoot away and do some activities, the caravan stays there. You can just take yeah. the car. So you're not having to pick your setup up. Yeah, but then you've got, with a caravan, where do you store a caravan? At home, like when, when you're not using it for the two weeks over Christmas, you have to store a caravan? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who's got room well, to store a caravan? You, if you own a camper, you've got to store it too. Well, yeah, but most people just more, hire them. Yeah, more likely to hire a camper van, I think. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So, um, where are we at then? Well, Have, I think duration is is absolutely key. I think, and I will do the tenting experience undoubtedly. But these are thing, things to consider. One, you don't do it, and it sounds like you went on a windy, cold night, Jace. No, it was the middle of summer. It was the one windy night we <laughs> oh, had. Oh, come on! You want the weather to be nice, and I don't think you want to go too far from home. Yeah, and I think you want to do it for one, maybe two nights, no longer than that. And you nice. want to park up and stay. You don't like, you know what I mean? You don't want to be tripping around like I did in the middle of winter. No, you need ten days minimum. You need 10 days to park up. Oh, that, okay. That, you go with your twins and you, your two-year-old you, for, for 10 days. Well, I'm not there. I didn't do anything. This. <laughs> yeah, but this is what I dream of. I dream of um, probably buying a batch and having a washing machine and, and having everything there. But I, I, I also really look forward to and that, that's a, a, a long way down the track. Or it's probably a different a experience, though, isn't it? Isn't the point of camping to be at one with nature? Well, I don't know if it's at one with nature. I think it's at one with community. So you can you, do that with a batch. Well, not so. Oh, yeah, you do. You do people get friends. Rent them. But I think the intimacy of being in a campground, where 
you, all you the sh- kids meet at the trampoline at six totally. o'clock in the evening. You're you make sharing the same friends. toilets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, even you're right. I think you say like, all the kids congregate around. You know, there's one cool camping van, or, yeah. or, or, or right. like I said, the trampoline, the communal trampoline at the, t- the camping ground. And there's some friendships forged on that. You know, when we were kids, people still catch up. Maybe still go back to those same camping grounds yeah. they went to when they were kids. Well, I, I, I get that. I agree, Jace. Because when I think back to those trips we took with the caravan, one of my lingering memories is that you would join all the other kids in the games room they had there. Yeah. Oh, that's and right. Play yeah, 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 yeah. And I think what we do is we come back and we we, we do stress about the the harder times and, and the little things that were difficult along the way. But I, I think back to my childhood, and we used to go to Murawai, which is just off the coast of Auckland, it's forty five minutes away, and they are still some of my most fond memories. You know, um, we stayed in a very rudimentary tent. We cooked on a tiny little barbecue, but. You know, it's the intimacy that you have. You know, you, you sleep under the stars and you run around at night when you're a kid. And it, they were kind of the first taste of freedom. And they are some of the greatest memories that I have. But they also, the things that go wrong are memories too. So when I talk about that camp, camping experience, the kids will go, remember the camper smelt like potpourri, mum? And, <laughs> and remember when Mickey went number twos and she wasn't supposed to and stunk out the camper? And they, they are, they're family memories where we all laugh yes. and we think back to what that was like. So there's something in that as well. A holiday doesn't have to go perfectly well for it to be a memorable holiday. No, that's, yeah, that, yeah. that's very true. Conversation while the songs are playing Off the Coast with Coast Breakfasts, Tony Street, Jace Reeves and Sam Wallace. You said before, Sam, so your dream one day is to own a batch, right? To one, ha- one day have a place to go for the family. So let's talk about it. How do you summon now, though? I mean, obviously it's hard for you at the moment because you've had a staycation with very young children. What did you do before that? Um, we would, over the last few years before we had kids, we would rent a batch and we would get all our friends to go to that batch. But that is that is preposterous now. You know, now it's about... You know, it's a, we have to reinvent how we spend our summers. You know, we've got three young kids. So, is it is it so preposterous though? Because I think back to what my parents did, right? So we're the same. We go and rent a batch, but we'll all rent one 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 each. In my day, we used to have people come and stay at our house. And we had four bedrooms, but it didn't matter how many families were staying. You just bunked down, you chucked an airbed out. And I feel like we're less likely to do that now. Yeah, yeah we, we shouldn't. I, we shouldn't, My lifestyle, eh? My lifestyle, yeah, mattresses on the lounge floor, that sort of stuff. Totally. I, I quite like that. We, we've, we've done that a little bit. Like, we do the same thing. We've got um, Waihi Beach is the beach we often go to. We've got good friends around who live in Tauranga and around there. So we'll, we'll all meet there. And if we don't rent a batch each... Um, we'll rent a, like a, a larger one. We all chip in. Yeah. So we're all staying there together. And then people come over and visit. They do day trips. They come over from Hamilton. They come down from Auckland. And it's really quite cool. And people from the South Island will fly up and can, yeah. hang with us as well. And, and you, you, you create that sort of communal thing there. But you're right. Everyone's under their feet. Everyone's right there. So there I think is, sometimes you need a breath. But yeah, there's something nice about that too. So what I loved about the last holiday that we just took, so we rented a batch in Whangamata. And the reason we go there is for a number of reasons. One, it was where I used to go as a kid from Taranaki. It used to take See? six hours to drive there. Now it only takes two. Um, but I also feel like it's quite a central base place where lots of people go. So we went there with no plans. We knew that my parents might come down and stay. Um, so that was exciting. And my sister might, right? But it ended up that I had one of my best friends from high school, Joni. She happened to be staying in Whangamata at the same time. So our kids got together. Yeah. We had dinner. Um, friends of the Baskervilles, they also have a place around the corner. So they ended up coming for dinner several times. And then my other bestie, Sophie, from New Plymouth, came and stayed for a few nights too. And they were the best times. I think if we had been staying in that batch, 
on our own for 10 days with no one visiting, it would just wouldn't have been the same. So doesn't, yeah, that's a, yeah. doesn't that take us back to, to camping then? Isn't that an even more intense version of the same thing? Because the cool thing about camping, like what you're getting there is friends that you know and that you invite. What you get from camping is people you don't know. Who All just it, turn up. Yeah, like you, you just you might your neighbor, you you know they you you've never met them before, and then you leave two weeks later, and you've become the closest of friends. Some and people, that's a nightmare. Some people want to go on holiday so that they get space. Yeah, it yeah, depends that's true. what person you are. Right? Well, I, I would say if you want that, maybe don't go to a camping ground though, because I think Sam's right. You're starting, you know, you, you're cooking up the snarls on the barbecue, and the person next to you is doing exactly the same thing. Oh, you got tomato sauce? Ah, oh, you got to have tomato sauce. On I them, still mate. feel like that can happen a batch. Take me for example. We just rented a, a random place in Fangatara. I ended up. Um, saying hi to the guy next to me and Matt and I ended up having Aperol spritzes at his house next door. Your mate Sam. Oh, my you know, So it can still happen. Yes. But I think you have to be, I think in a camping ground, you're expecting it to happen, whereas it's a surprise if you're in a batch. Eh? Well, that's true too. And if you've just started listening, by the way, thank you. This is the Off the Coast podcast with Tony, Jason, Sam. We're talking about summer because we're having an amazing summer, the summer that reminds us of our childhoods yeah. at the moment. So what is the perfect summer then? So uh, this is a lesson that I learned is uh, we were caravanning a few years ago when Brando was just one. Um, we bounced Bold ar- move. Yeah, it was, it, was, Bold it, was, move. it was full noise. But we have some amazing memories from that. But we also went and stayed at, at a Northland beach um, and one of the most beautiful places off the Kavali Islands, which is um, uh, Matodi Bay is the beach. Oh, nice. I've it, been there. It, it yeah. is yeah, just the most remarkable place. But that was like heritage camping. Um, so we turned up there and we got a spot and we ended up uh, putting ourselves in the middle of these people that had been going to Matodi Bay for 25 years. Yep. Wow. So they have the most luxurious setups. They come every year to the same beach. They stay there for three weeks. And it is like a, um, a, a city, a summer city that just accumulates every year. And they had gone through generations. So, you know, the grandparents um, grew up there as kids. Their kids grew up there. And now they, they had a, a camp spot a couple of places down and their kids were all running around. And I thought that is just the most uh, magnificent thing. And interestingly enough, they were actually really devastated at the time because there was something to do with um, the, the ownership of the campsite and it was going into different hands mm. and it looked like that institution was going to break that history was going to break down and it was going to be no more as that campsite was going to be sold and broken up it's, so, su- it's such an interesting thing there because I feel really torn because I know lots of people who do that and, and you if you're from Taranaki you will know there's a lot of New Plymouth people that'll drive the half an hour to Uranui Beach yeah, right. and they do the same thing I've always been a little anti it because for me, I like to trip around and I don't like to be stuck to one place. So one year I might want to go to Whangamata, but the next year friends might be going to Mungafai, so you want to go there perhaps. And we've been to Northland. So I feel like there's two schools of thought to it. You either keep going back to the same place or you sort of trip around. And then your children come along and I'm told because ours aren't teenagers yet, that you're then dictated where they want to spend their New Year's Eve. Particularly if they're younger, like a lot will gravitate towards the Mount and Whangamatara at the moment. So you might not be able to go to the same spot. It's funny you say that because I think before Louise and I had kids, we did that. Each summer we went somewhere else. Like we held a place at Porongaho Beach, you know, in, in like just southern Hawke's Bay. And just to see different parts of the country. And, and you know, up north, and, and we, you know, 
hung out in Dunedin, went to St. Clair Beach, all that yeah. sort of stuff, you know. But then um, when we had Max and Ollie, we decided, okay, now we need a bit, bit more of a base. So we've, I mean, I've always loved Waihee Beach. And like you, Sam, one day I'd love to have a beach house and it will be at Waihee Beach if if, if I win Lotto. Four million know? bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, exactly. a, in a dream world, you'd, you'd dream have your world. base place and then you'd trip around. Exclusive, never heard before stories, first-hand details and hot topics with Coast Breakfast's Tony Street, Jace Reeves and Sam Wallace. I've never been to Kaiteri Teri Beach. Um, oh, that's stunning. And I would love to do a summer holiday there. Man, there's some spots so up there. They're just some spots, I, eh? It's yeah, so really funny are. that you say that because I have that open on my maps do right you? now. Yeah, I was, just, well, I was looking at Matodi Bay and then I was looking up at Kaiteri Teri and, and all those beaches up there. Those there's little, a little, little one. It's actually called Little Kaiteri Teri, which is just around the corner from oh. it. It's just stunning as well. Okay, all around the area. another question to discuss. Yeah. And, and I have got this wrong in the past. And that is the timing of your holiday. So let's say uh, from Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, you get two weeks leave, right? Mm -hmm. Do you spend your Christmas, hang out for a week and then go on your holiday? Or do you get straight back into working and like you say, Jace, be like Cynthia and go on your holiday perhaps the end of January or in February? What do you guys think is the answer? I mean, it's unrealistic for us to really choose. We 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 have a kind of a holiday that's chosen for us in many respects, well, don't we? Yeah, but but if you if you've got say your two weeks, you might not be holidaying for that whole time. Yeah. So let's say you can afford to go away to camping or a batch for just the one week. Yeah. Do you go straight away when you finish work after Christmas, or do you wait a bit, gather your thoughts, then go? I think you've missed a trick there. Because I reckon there's a week before Christmas that no one utilises. You know, you knock off work and there's a week oh, before... Oh, no end. one's got time before no, Christmas. But, but you can't have, go away then. That's when we have to... That is a wasted week. That is the week that we should all be going... No, that's getting everything sorted for Christmas. But that that's, is my whole point, Sammy. You don't... You, in the past, have not been the one raging around getting Christmas presents and hosting Christmas Day. There, it is... Absolutely ridiculous to planning, think mate. I could go away for that. <laughs> oh, also, no, it, becomes, it becomes bedlam. Also, those the, weather's, days the weather's not particularly great. I, yep. I find it gets better. Kind it was of this year. But I, I've gone away before. I've waited, and I had to wait this this year because of my sister's wedding. And I don't like it. I like to. I, I feel like once Christmas is done, I'm ready. I'm itching to go to the beach for a holiday. So you feel you're missing out. Well, if, well, if I hang around home, I feel like I, I almost do waste it. Yeah. You, for a couple of days, you go, oh, cool, Christmas is done, and you kind of look at your presents and think, oh, this is really cool. But then, if I don't leave, I spend three or four days yeah. kind of looking around the house at the jobs I haven't done. I'm better to just leave. Yeah, absolutely. But let's go full circle back to Jason's camper van mission that he's probably not going to do anymore. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, my wife. People don't, don't love worry about campers. Anymore. Yeah, they do. And and the, the wonderful thing about what we did is we went a little bit later when we went. And what that meant is that everyone had gone back to work. Yes. So you can actually follow your nose um, and go just stop at a beach and you'll get a spot in a campsite or, or a camping ground because they're not completely jammed. If you try and do it after directly after Christmas, you've got the traffic yeah. and you've got no camping spots. Yeah, true. It's also actually got, ideal. You've actually nailed a, a real a great thing there because we went to Whangamata this year on the 10th. And everyone said to us it was bedlam up yeah. until today. Right. And then everyone clears out because most people have to, to go, go back, back to work. Because I quite like the thought of, you know, I like to try and get on holiday as fast as I can. But, you know, there's sometimes there are things to do. But I like to be able to come home and still have a bit of time before I go back to work. Oh, like, yeah. Maybe, you know, three days, something like that, get yes. the washing done. And then just take my take the foot off and go, 
oh, and it, relax, going back into work, get myself mentally there's right. There's nothing worse than those back to work blues when you get back mm. on the Sunday and know well, you have Sunday to do night. the washing. Yeah. And then <laughs> totally. All right. So set something, the alarm. You have to make a decision. How are you going to spend? In one word, you have to say what it's going to be for the next ten years for your family right now. I'll go first. I'm choosing camping. Camping for the next 10 years. Yeah, well, I can't afford a batch for another 10 years. Okay, I'll go renting batches. I'm renting batches renting too. Batches. Yeah, different Sam, beaches maybe, different we're beaches. We're going to hold you to that. If, you have, if you're not <laughs> camping next year with your, with your kids, um, you'll be a liar. <laughs> let, me, let me just complete my sentence. Camping on your rented batch. Hey! Hey! Hear more from Tony Street, Jace Reeves and Sam Wallace on Coast's Feel Good Breakfast, six till nine weekdays across New Zealand or listen back to the show podcast anytime on iHeartRadio.